This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1257, where to turn when you're a newbie in a new country. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. Did you just arrive in a new country and are you stuck, confused about how to dig in and build your community? Today, get four solid phrases to get started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? It is going fantastically. I'm totally settled into my new place and we've had lots of friends coming over in the last week and sleepovers and dinners and just like just feeling so comfortable and connected to people right now. It's uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It is so good to be settled in your place and you can have your community and start reaching out. I'm actually going to be finally getting to do that too Yay! next week. At the end of next week, I'm going to be moving to Denver. I'm going to be moving from California, which we tried and we decided we didn't like, <laughs> and going to Denver. And we have our apartment ready, moving in, cool. getting settled, and finally being in one place. No more trips to LAX every week. No more <laughs> traveling Ugh. back and forth. I just want to be settled, you know? Yes. Yeah. You have to feel like you're not moving around anymore to make yeah. more connections, right? If you feel like transitory or nomadic mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to be here for that long or yeah. whatever, or I don't feel connected to this place, then you're not mm-hmm. going to make connections with other people either. Exactly, exactly. And we need that as human beings, right? And I think our listeners certainly need that too. Maybe they have moved to the US or moved to England, Australia, and they also need, you guys need to feel connected to where you are. Totally. But when you get to a new place, like, how do you know where to go? Like, where (laughs) do we start? I think a lot of people, especially guys, if you're moving to a country that has a different language than your first language, right? It can be so much more difficult to start establishing connections, to take any steps, because you don't even know what steps to take towards developing that community. Yeah, it's true. And I think some people, for some people, it's easier than others. Like, if you have kids, it might be a little bit easier because, of course, you're kids have to go to school. So inevitably, you're going to be going and picking up your kids from school, kind of meeting other parents. But if you don't have kids, or maybe you have adult parents with you, it can be a different story. 
Exactly, exactly. So guys, this is what we want to talk to you about today. What can you do? What are your resources? We are going to give you guys such amazing, actionable ideas today for when you get to a new country or you know what, even if you want to feel more connected wherever you are (laughs) in the world, like we want to give you guys real actionable plans for developing a community, for becoming more self-sufficient, for feeling unstuck wherever you are. Yes, I love it. So this episode was actually inspired by a question that you got from a student, right, Jessica? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> we, <laughs> Lindsay and I have been planning this episode for a couple weeks, actually. Yeah. We're so excited about it. <laughs> um, I had the best class with a student last week. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not sure if he would want me to say his name, but <laughs> you know who you are. Um, I had the best class with a student and he is living in the States with his parents. His parents, um, their English isn't the best and they rely on him for a lot of stuff. And Mm. he is feeling like he was just feeling stuck in a number of ways. And he has goals, but he wasn't sure how to even start going towards those goals. So we really had a great conversation about what he needs to do right now to help his parents become self-sufficient, to to allow him more freedom so he can start developing his own life here. So yeah, yeah. just amazing, amazing class. Yeah, I love that. And, and he needs to take control here, right? Because maybe his parents will be less likely to take that initiative and get rooted in the community and reach out and see what's available. But, you know, in the United States, there are a lot of services, a lot of places that you can go to to get connected and services for international people right there in most likely right in your city. So, Jessica, what is our first suggestion about how this student and our listeners can get rooted? Yeah, for sure. So um, first, explore classes and education. If you guys go to a community college, there are going to be so many services and classes for whatever you need. Let's say let's say you still need your GED. Let's say you need basic English classes for your parents. Let's say you need career counseling for yourself or mm-hmm. a class about writing a resume. These are all services that you can can find at an affordable rate at a community college. Like, Mm. don't go to the biggest university because they're not geared towards those needs, right? Like, that's not what you're looking for. And also, like, you don't have to hire sort of like personal private tutors for stuff because that can be pricey. Mm -hmm. I'd say just like a one-stop shop for so many things, go to a community college. For sure. For sure. I mean, and and maybe you guys hear the word college and you get scared because you think that education education is so expensive, right? And it is expensive, but we're not talking exactly about that kind of institution, right? Of course, going to Harvard is expensive. Going to UMass, University of Massachusetts is crazy expensive, but there are community colleges. For example, if you are in Massachusetts, um, Bunker Hill Community College comes to mind. That's a place where you can find classes at that affordable price point, guys. So there is an option for you, even if it's not going to those big institutions. Yeah, exactly. And it's these smaller places, the the two-year schools, right? The yeah, community exactly. colleges. Mm-hmm. They're going to have more vocational training, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. What if like, um, what if you had a profession that you're very proud of and you have the education for that in your home country and then you get to this new country and you're like, 
I'm kind of nervous about mm-hmm. practicing this in the new country. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm still, I still have this certificate, but I'm nervous about this. Mm-hmm. So you could brush up your skills, learn the technical terms just by taking a vocational type class at the community college. Exactly. And you'll have classmates too, which will be an instant yes. way to try to make friends from there. You'll have mentors and your professors. So definitely check out a local community college. I love that. And that kind of stems into the next one, Jessica, which is community centers. Now, how is this different? So community centers, I I have been in community centers my whole life. Community mm-hmm. centers are, just, it's exactly what it is. It's a community yeah. center. It is for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Which means like, if you want to take a class there, it's going to be five bucks, right? It's yeah. all super affordable. It's subsidized by the government. These are public facilities. And mm-hmm. they have lots of classes for, um, let's say, maybe marginalized or lower income or anybody that's not, you know, like rich and has an easy life or whatever. No matter who you are in society, you can find something for you at a community center, like classes for the elderly, for example. Or um, if you're an immigrant, there'll be language exchanges and services and classes for you on how to get your citizenship, stuff like that. So there are so many resources at a community center. Definitely. there, And it depends on, it's interesting, depending on what city you're in. Sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, for example, when I was living in Cambridge, I took some classes at the Cambridge Adult Education Center. And this is kind of a community education center, right? I took a class in Tai Chi, which I didn't oh, really cool. like in the end, but it was a good option. You know, you can find classes in sports and things like that too at some of these centers. So the yeah. options are limitless if you guys just dig in and find your community center. Yeah, for sure. And like, if you're coming to a new country with your family, community centers are priceless, you guys. They're going to have low-cost childcare. You can Mm. get like half-day childcare in the summers. They have summer camps for your kids so you can still work. Um, And there's also going to be introductory classes, like Lindsay said, to a bunch of different skills that Mm -hmm. they're cheap. So just go and see if you like it, meet some new people. And then if you like it, you could go like to an expert school after that or whatever. But like, I've taken exercise classes like yoga at community centers. James used to take little like gymnastics classes when he was little. So yeah, like there's so there's so many options. Nice. And then so and and so that's not all though, right? So there's another thing which are local organizations. Now you had an example, IRCO. What is that? What does that stand for? IRCO? Um, oh gosh, I should know this acronym. Um, immigrant and refugee community organization. Boom. Okay. Nailed it. Okay. So I, (laughs) (laughs) um, I explored jobs with IRCO when I first moved to Portland, actually, because I was exploring a bunch of different options, right? So Mm -hmm. there, there are organizations like this across the country that are very localized. So IRCO is the one in Portland and they have language classes. They have services to help you find jobs. Jobs, write a resume, make connections in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't, you know, where do you find this online if you don't know the name? I go back to community centers and community colleges. Ask them. Yeah. These people will send you in the right direction. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. 
Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Yeah, and also depending on which city you're in and how big the city is, often there are centers for this based on your particular culture or language. Like, for example, True. in Cambridge, there was the MAPS. It was the Massachusetts Alliance of Portuguese Speakers. Oh, so wow. I know probably a lot of our listeners here might be living in Massachusetts and speak Portuguese. So that's the kind of thing that you can get that specific if you all you could also try Googling for that, because I know that that kind of thing would come up in Google for sure. Totally, totally. Um, there, are so, there are so many ideas you guys. Um, all right. Now, if you guys are going to be active, right? Great way to meet people. Adult recreational sports leagues. Yes. If you're in a big city, like, oh my gosh, guys, Portland is is crazy with adult rec league sports. <laughs> There's like adult rec league um, dodgeball, kickball, um, disc golf. I don't know. Like any <laughs> silly, like tag, probably you could go and play tag as an adult. Like you could find a group, like an active group for any like non-competitive, just fun way to get out, meet people, play sports. Yeah. And I love this winter. Um, someone I know actually joined an axe throwing league. So that is the most out <gasps> oh there league that I've seen. It was like an eight week, you know, super short. So it's not a huge commitment, right? But you're committing to maybe one night a week of this. It was this new sport that's now kind of crazy and popular <laughs> in certain <laughs> hipster leaning cities. <laughs> like Cambridge and probably Portland totally. um, of axe throwing, but even some, something as simple as tennis. Like the last couple yeah. summers in Boston, I joined a tennis league. And let me tell you, I would show up at those matches just totally kind of strung out on my work, right? Kind of uh, stressed out and a little bit irritable. Yeah. And I got on the court. And after two hours, and I, I was in a different state of mind. I was, totally. in, I was in a really good place. So yeah, so good I for us. I think it's good for us. <laughs> Um, I think guys, like the point is if you're, if you're feeling stuck, right. In a new mm -hmm. place or in a place where you've lived your whole life, it's just a matter of getting out of your head, yes. like physically get out of your home, get out of this space, mm -hmm. like unstick yourself physically exactly. and then try something new. If I make, because I tend towards like wanting to stay at home and being an introvert, yeah. like wanting to read my <laughs> book. But if I make myself go out and try something new, um, I, I'm always surprised by how good I feel afterwards, the, mm -hmm, right? Because mm -hmm, it's just like, sure. oh, I forgot about these deadlines or I forgot whatever's worrying yeah, you. Just exactly. go and forget about it for an hour. It's so true. And a lot of these leagues, these adult rec league sports leagues are meant to be social, right? Because, yeah. they're, you know, adults want to meet each other, right? They want to meet other people. And so usually there will be some kind of an after event, like a, a meetup at a bar or something or a social or a dinner together. I mean, that tends totally. to be the true the way it works in Boston, at least. So, yeah. And if you're a parent, explore volunteer opportunities for the sports your kids are playing for mm. at their school, like parent teacher 
teacher organizations. They're always looking for volunteers at school. And I'm telling you, that is the best way. Get to know other parents. Get to know the teachers. You know, be involved in your kid's school. Um, I'm coaching James' soccer team right now. And, like, parents are so thankful towards us. After every every, um, practice, parents are just like, oh, my God, I don't know how you are doing this. Thank you so much. Because, you know, their kids are going nuts and, like, it's anyway, it's awesome. More volunteering if you have kids. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And if you're not into sports, we did have one more idea, right, Jessica? What was that? Yeah. So this occurred to me because um, speaking to that student about what his parents could do to to find a community church, you yeah. know, and I mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it has to be like a particular religion or whatever. I'm not prescribing mm-hmm. anything. But yeah. if you practice any sort of spirituality in your home country, be it Buddhism and meditation in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. There are lots of centers for that. But also if you're Catholic, Catholic, if you're Muslim, there are going to be um, spiritual centers and churches in every city. And that is the best way to find a, a loving community that wants to welcome you and be your friend. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I remember when I was in Boston, I was involved with the Insight Meditation Center. And then within that center, I also found a small group of about 10 of us that we would meet. It was a closed group. We would meet every other Sunday and meditate together and share what was going on in our lives through the lens of meditation practice and Buddhist practice. So, you know, you can also find smaller groups that could branch off from any of these centers. And let me tell you, having a a group like that really enhances your life, right? That support is um, unbelievable what you can find in those groups. That's so awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah, just walking around my new neighborhood. There are like, there's a Vietnamese church on the corner. There's a Spanish church across the street. There's like, (laughs) and it's not just any, like it's every type of religion, every type of congregation and spirituality. So um, it, yeah, explore those centers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the theme here is, you know, when you're in a new place, guys, go back to who you are. Go back, you know, try to get back to who are you? What do you love? Why? What are you trying to do in the world? What are your talents and your interests? And lean on those, right? Because anywhere in the world, you can always find other people that do those things. Especially now. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, more than ever. You can go into a meetup and find anything like like a sci-fi book group, a drawing group, (laughs) uh, like anything. For sure. For sure. So guys, it's limitless, the options. And of course, meetup as a closing like comment here, guys, meetup is a really good way to find these groups too, right? If there's a specific interest, go to meetup.com and let us know how this goes. Put this into action and come back to our blog and let us know how it goes. Yeah, totally, guys. Just choose one thing, like taking one step. That's all you have to do, right? If you just choose one thing we talked about today and explore that, that's that you're on your way. Like you're unstuck officially. Just take one it. step. Yes. <laughs> how to get unstuck. I love it. <laughs> all right, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Have a good week. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.